The fact of the matter is, whether you've been in network marketing for years or just a few days, your family and friends have seen your opportunity and your phone is, as we call it, burnt. If you're anything like me, that's a scary thought. So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who love the network marketing profession, who no longer want to be that guy and are tired of convincing people during uncomfortable let's get coffee meetings where they say, what's this all about? How do we market in a way that aligns us with our dream clients and expands our network of upfront and transparent professionals, allowing us to get our time back, our families back, and gain a real passive asset? People like us who value impact over income, we deserve to see our visions once and for all. Join me in this podcast where we'll uncover just how to do that. My name is Eric Sablon. Welcome to Burnt Phone Marketing. What's going on, guys? Eric Sablon here with Burnt Phone Marketing, and I'm super excited. I actually have a guy coming out of Florida. Um, he's an owner and operator of Divine Concept, the sole proprietor of the shop. So he's basically the guy to talk to um, in that area. He's been in the in. Uh, the car audio and installation space for over 15 years. Um, one thing that sets him apart from every, everybody else is, guys, listen to this. He is one of 180 master installers. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about how important that is to his business and what it's done for him in the past, in the past years, being able to say that. Um, and literally, it's helped him. So I'm just going to bring him on. Please welcome Adam Devine to the uh to the show adam welcome to the show morning eric uh, appreciate it happy to be here happy to talk to you guys awesome we're fired up so we're just going to jump right in i'm going to actually just ask you a little bit about your backstory and you know how you got into the industry and you know kind of a short and quick uh uh couple of steps of where you where you started and where you're at now sure so um I think a lot of people in our industry like them uh, got my first car at 16, got excited, uh, went to a few shows or joined car clubs and seen what's possible and what's out there. Uh, I was always uh, a fan of electronics and, and building things. My, uh, my folks didn't like it. I was the kid who took everything apart uh, to figure out how it worked. Um, luckily though, I was good enough to put it back together and it still worked. Uh, so I knew that I had a niche for what I was doing um, at like 17 years old uh, on our first car. This is back in 98. Uh, you know, I had uh, a 96 Civic at the time and uh, I gutted the radio. I found a industrial 10 and a half inch touchscreen. Um, this is back when wow. there used to be an LCD monitor and then a pane of glass over it uh, for the touch controller uh, and fiberglass that into the dash and then I built a full desktop computer uh, with a DC to DC power supply I designed and I was running Windows 98 in my car and Winamp for mp3s uh, so the the modern equivalent to the uh, nine inch touch screens that you kind of see today uh, I was doing back in 98 99 uh, but after graduating high school, I knew that this is kind of where I wanted to be and, and what I wanted to do. Um, so I started my education with Mobile Dynamics out in Arizona, uh, ran by Todd Ramsey. 
uh, and did the MECP program. So um, back in 2002, I received my basic and my first class at the time, which is actually advanced now. Um, and I was out there for about six months uh, upon returning. Um, like most guys, I, I started out with a big box retailer. Um, and I was with big box retail for almost 14 years. Um, and uh, I owe a lot to the businessman I am today because of the, the path that I chose. Um, unlike most installers and technicians, uh, I didn't stay inside the bay the whole time. Um, I jumped in and out of the bay to uh, make myself more well-rounded as well as uh, advance in salary. Uh, so I had uh, multiple leadership positions from um, uh, merchandising manager, inventory manager, sales manager, services manager, uh, running multiple departments. I ended up being a district manager at one point in time. Um, so I'm overseeing uh, stores that are responsible for you know 1.2 to 1.5 million dollars in revenue daily uh, during peak season times. Uh, coaching and training uh, managers, leaders, supervisors, and 180 plus associates uh, that may be younger kids out of high school or college and teaching them how to sell and uh, you know and this is a non-commission based environment so uh, how do you get them excited to do what they do and um, bring in the revenue where uh, they're not maybe taking home a lot themselves um, so being able to drill down and, and understand P&L and no numbers and, and your net operating profit after taxes um, getting that education, that small business kind of education through them um, has really helped accelerate me in my own business. Uh, whereas most people in our industry, the 12 volt world are, are, are kind of bay junkies. They've, they've lived in the bay, they work on cars, their uh, customer service or communication skills maybe aren't on point. Uh, they're afraid of customers. Uh, they're afraid of selling uh, or don't know how to sell. Uh, and how to change their approach uh, or interact with different clientele. You know, every client is different and every, every interaction is different. Um, so having that experience uh, has really helped me as an owner now uh, and put me in, in a good position to be able to tackle anything that really walks through our door. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good story. Uh, so you started off, wow. So you've done everything from, you know, I, I actually started um, in 1994 in the industry also, and I kind of got in. I went from the bay to the, to the sales manager position to a manager managing position, similar to you, but it was all small business. I was in a small business store in Alaska. Um, but one thing that you said was, you, you went right into mobile dynamics. Now, what did, what did that, did that give you a jump on the rest of the industry before you kind of got into the install bay? I mean, was that one of those things that you were like, cause you were a first class installer right away. Like that was on your resume. Was that something that you think propelled you to move faster through the ranks at the big box retailer? Absolutely. Uh, the big box that I was with um, really, pushes the program. Uh, they, they only hire MECP certified technicians. Um, 
So obviously whatever your certification level denotes what your pay is. So obviously the higher your ranking, the higher your pay. Um, but having that education right off the bat is, is substantial. Um, you know, when you look at our industry, you have to have both, you know, you have to have book smarts and street smarts, you know, you, you can read the books and understand the material and have the knowledge, but you still have to have the hands on. Um, so having the jump on, um, diagnostics and testing and, and multimeters and how to use things and troubleshoot, um, gave me a leg up that way when I did get into a car or I did get into a certain situation. Um, whereas maybe another installer who's not certified, uh, would just product swap, you know, keep just changing out parts, changing out radios, changing out RCAs until they figure out what worked. Um, you know, MECP's motto is identify, isolate, and eliminate, you know, so if you, you know what the problem is, you know where to start testing, uh, you know, you know, I, I don't use test lights or power probes, I'm old school, everything's on a multimeter or an O-scope, um, <laughs> and, and we, we test, um, you know, all the different parameters and know what to look for, uh, and in hindsight, that, that, allows me to resolve the issue quickly, uh, not run through product as well as it's quick turnaround for the client. So our time is valuable as a business owner, as an installer, the more time that that vehicle stays in the bay under warranty work, you're not making money. Um, you know, and then it's a disservice to the client. So like the client, you know, it's all for me, it's all about the client experience. And if they have to come back, for something that's warranty, I don't want it to be a long drawn out process, you know? So, um, they shouldn't have to come back for warranty and that, and that's my goal. You know, the only reason why they should come back to our, our establishment is because they want something new or they have a new vehicle. Um, albeit that it, it, we are working with electronics and technology and stuff breaks and stuff goes bad so that that is a part of the business and that that is uh the achilles heel that you have to work with every once in a while but um the mec p program uh is definitely near and dear to my heart um I, i've been with the program over 18 years um current master certified uh i've recertified my masters twice um and then I'm also on the committee board for MECP. So I work alongside with them as a subject matter expert and contributing author and writer. Uh, so I just helped write the MECP basic fourth edition um, study guide as well as the exam. And in the next month, we're getting ready to start rewriting the advanced book. Um, that should be done this year uh, and writing the uh, exam as well. So there's a small group in our industry that uh, helps contribute as subject matter experts. And it's good to, it's all on a volunteer basis, but it's good to give back to the program because um, we want industry standards. We want to be looked at as professionals. You, you want to be kind of an artist with inside your field um, and take back, uh, you know, the true tradesman and craftsman part of the job. Uh, and get it away from that flea market vendor or the guy that, you know, just slaps stuff in, doesn't really understand how it works, but, you know, can, can install it. Um, and luckily enough, I, I was um, able to submit as well as uh, win MECP Technician of the Year. 
uh, which I was extremely honored for. Uh, they brought me out to uh, Las Vegas and CES out in January and accept that award on stage with uh, John Ivey and Chris Bula. Uh, and that's an amazing experience for me. They've only had the, uh, the award for this is the second year. Uh, Josh White won it last year. Um, so it, it was very humbling. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm extremely proud to be a part of it and want to continue to see the growth and see the recognition in the MECP program, the way they look at ASE for a mechanic um, or ABYMC for, uh, you know, boat and marine industry. You know, they, they talk a lot about industry standards in, in our industry and now there's no uniformity across the board. And it's been there the whole time. MECP, if, if you would engage and get behind it, it's there. Um, and a lot of retailers are starting to jump on board. Uh, Amp Global uh, just created a dedicated tech support line strictly for MECP technicians. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's kind of a fast track. So uh, instead of calling in and getting the usual uh, rigmarole of, did you check the ground? Did you check this? Um, they kind of have a, a hotline just for technicians and uh, a couple other companies are following suit. And uh, by doing that, it's getting more involvement in the program and helping uh, accentuate uh, knowledge, you know, and expertise where you have some guys in the industry or oh, I don't need a, a certificate or a patch. You know, I've done this for 20 plus years, you know, um, it's not just that, you know, it's not, it's not just something to look pretty on the wall and, and promote to your customers. It's uh, vehicles in our industry are getting more advanced and more complex and, and knowing how to troubleshoot and diagnose, diagnose these vehicles correctly um, without that education is extremely difficult, you know, and it, it's a huge time saver. So and time is money, and uh, man, I didn't know I was. I didn't know that I was on the on the line with the MECP royalty. So I was <laughs> actually, I was actually an MECP installer. You know what? You know what's awesome, Adam, is that you've literally taken a a, a tool, taken a course, taken a, a a strategy that that you believe in a hundred percent, and you're giving back to it. That's so that's so big because um, I follow a guy. His name is Russell Brunson, and he talks about when you go from from making money to contribution and and that's where your calling is and I, I see that you know your business is thriving because you're giving back because you're doing things to give back to a new guy that started at 17 years old um, writing the programs to writing the test I mean I took that test I, I was in a hotel room taking that test just like most of us were in 19 in the 90s taking that MECP test and bragging about how you passed it and it that was a that was a big deal. So, man, I, like I said, I didn't know I was on royalty, but <laughs> that's super cool. So actually what I want to do was when we were talking, this is a marketing podcast and you talked about going from the big box store for um, 14 years, 14 or 15 years into true entrepreneurship, into owning your own shop. What were the two, well, like if someone was going from being an employee to being an entrepreneur, which is what you did, what are two tips you would give a, a new guy that's saying, you know what, I want to get out from behind the desk. I want to do my own thing. I want to do that. What would be, you know, two tips that you'd give the audience um, 
that you went through uh, that would help them drastically? I would definitely say branding and marketing. Um, you know, a lot of people with a newer business may dump a whole lot of money into advertising and not see the ROI or the return on investment, you know, whether it be Facebook ads or social media ads. Um, you know, the good old fashioned boots to the ground and guerrilla marketing, getting your face out there, getting your brand out there, I think is essential and it's huge. So uh, attending local cars and coffee events or going out and being a part and sponsoring a local car show uh, is huge. Um, I know in the branding field, you know, clients have to see your brand three to five times, sometimes even seven before they remember it or associate your brand with part of the industry. Um, so continually getting yourself out there. Uh, we, do, uh, we don't spend a whole lot of money when it comes to social media advertising, but um, one thing that I stress for a lot of people is Google reviews. Um, Google reviews really help boost your SEO and your platform and your brand and um, gone are the days where correct meta tags or keywords embedded in the website will help you rank higher. Mm -hmm. um, for Google, it, it's customer feedback. So uh, for me, I have no problem asking my clients for that feedback because I know they have a world-class experience from the second they walk through that door, uh, from the art of the demo on the sales floor to the to the how-to when the, the install's finished, to the time they leave, and then a follow-up call maybe a week later. Um, so we were able to collect uh, over 52 five-star reviews in our first year of business, um, which helped accelerate our page and our, um, our ranking and have it, if people can find you, uh, they'll come to you or they'll call. Um, so it's not always about, uh, you know, paying for ads or paying for marketing or, or paying for advertisement. Um, it, you have to be hungry. You have to be able to get out there and get it. Uh, cause you, if you just sit back and wait, you're gonna be waiting a long time. Um, so we just, uh, sponsored a local car show, um, which was Naples motor fest out of the Mercado. Mm -hmm. Um, and we brought some of our partners from Rodenzo down from Ohio. And uh, we really were accentuating the niche market because it's a lot of exotics. Uh, so like our, our goal for them in that show was built in radar and laser. Um, a lot of those clientele aren't huge into audio because they'll have McLarens or Lamborghinis or Ferraris and, and their audio systems are they're top notch, but they could always be better. We, we know that, you know, everybody knows it could go be a little bit better, but a lot of those guys maybe only listen to like sports radio or sports talk. They don't, they don't care about fidelity or staging, uh, but they do care about not getting a silver bracelets and uh, getting pulled over. Exactly. So uh, you have to know your clientele and know the demographic and know the niche that you're going after. Um, so for the car show for that, you know, we have a shop demo vehicle, which is a brand new Mercedes GLC 300. Um, we outfitted with a Rodenzo RCM built-in radar. Uh, we did uh, uh, acrylic pods uh, with Perspex covering it. So we hid all of the controllers and jammers. 
Um, like one of the laser heads is actually built into the Mercedes star and covered with Perspex, so you have no idea it's back there. Mm. Uh, we did a custom license plate frame and acrylic pods in the back. We built stuff into the grills, so you have really no idea it's there. And that's um, that's the goal for a lot of the things that we try and do and aspire down here is, is we want it you to scratch your head and not be able to know whether it's OEM or aftermarket. Right. Um, you know. But once again, that also depends on your clientele. Some people like to be flashy and show stuff off. Some people uh, want to keep it subtle and clean. So um, uh, back to the marketing thing, uh, the biggest thing is, you know, I, I leveraged my father who's uh, retired. Uh, he helped me immensely with boots on the ground. Um, he went out there with business cards, flyers, old school. He went and stopped by dealerships introduced themselves uh let them know what we did here at the shop what services we had to offer uh, went to barber shops sandwich shops local college campuses um and really just kind of exposing your brand and getting getting your name out there is huge um if you think that you're just gonna you know sit back behind your desk and wait for phone calls and and throw a website up um you're gonna be waiting and you know you you've got to be hungry and you've got to go out there and get it and once you start doing that on a consistent basis i mean uh you'll see your traffic increase yeah that's so a lot of um what what i've seen is a lot of like small business owners even internet marketers they won't really push because they don't know where to go they don't know how to do it but it's not about what you say about yourself. It's what your clients say about yourself. And I love what you talked about, about Google reviews. You got in a year, you got over 50 reviews now. And that helped you rank on SEO. So guys, listen to, to what Adam says. It's like, he went out there boots on the ground. He hired his basically hired his dad. He's out there showing the deal. The other thing that he just said was he knew his client avatar. So he didn't go down to an, he didn't sponsor an event. Um, just haphazardly, he had a focus. He brought a car that is aligned with the clients that are in that show so he can market to them in what they're looking for and how they want to see it. So knowing your client, guys, knowing your client, getting out in front of the marketplace where people see your brand, like he said, three, five, seven times they need to see your brand. So getting out in front of them and showing their brand and then customer reviews. I mean, if you take those three trifactors right there, and then you offer a world-class experience. Like you said, he, you can tell that he has a system in the sales process. And you know, that's what I, I like to tell people is like systemize what you're doing. He says the art of the demo. He says, you know, the installation. And then he says the delivery of the car. I mean, he knows the steps in where his clients are in each, every time he's uh, taking on a client and delivering a, 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 a car. So, you should have that in your business as well. You should have the steps to the sale as long as the steps to the end of the sale and the steps to the follow-up. I mean, he said a follow-up call a week later, guys, that's stuff that doesn't cost anything but a little bit of time. So man, this interview has been awesome. <laughs> so I want to just jump right into the last thing because I know we're, we're coming up on time, but um, you've been on stage accepting award for one of the top MECP certified masters uh, uh, installers. You've um, contributed to a lot of things with MECP. 
I, I like to ask this question, what is the mic drop um, phrase that you have, Adam Devine? So picture this, you're at, MEC, you're at uh, CES, you get the mic, you're keynoting. What's the one thing that you want everyone in the audience, 100,000 people, to walk away from after you get done with your speech? After you get done with your training, what's the one thing that you want them to remember Adam Devine by? Well, uh, it's actually a, a catchphrase or a slogan that I put on all of our Instagram posts and social media posts. Uh, and it's uh, uh, for mild to wild, uh, we have a solution for you. So uh, it, it kind of offers, you're only limited by your imagination. You know, mm -hmm. if, you, if you can dream it, we can build it, we can find a way to do it. Um, and you have to, once again, I, I'm stuck on the education piece. Like if I, in the past year, I taught myself, I bought an industrial sewing machine and taught myself how to sew. So now I'm doing diamond stitching and French seams and, and custom upholstery. Um, I saw that um, radar is a big category down here. And I wanted to think outside the box and make motorized controllers. So that way the display kind of pops out James Bond style uh, mm -hmm. from underneath the dash. So yeah, I could do it the old school way with relays and limit switches and have it all analog, but we're, we're not in an analog world anymore. We're in a digital world. So uh, I taught myself Arduino and then uh, I taught myself uh, C, the programming language and, and, learned how to write syntax and write code. So that way it looks for um, the ignition pulse or accessory pulse and then sends a command to control the servo motor to pop the display out. And when power's gone, it sucks the display back in. Um, you, you'll open up avenues as long as you continue to grow. Uh, having that humility to say that I'm not the best. Um, and then I network a lot. Uh, I talk to big names in our industries, uh, whether it's Matt Bowell or Matt Schaefer uh, or John Schwartz or, uh, you know, reaching out to these guys and, and being humble. And if you see something, you know, like Tom Miller and, um, and say, Hey, you know, uh, I'm, I'm struggling on something or I, I, I need help. Uh, most of our guys that are in the, the industry that have a great brand and a great name and are well-respected, um, they went through the struggles that we all do. And they, they take the time, uh, as long as you're serious, to, to work with you. Um, so, you know, get over yourself that you're never going to be the best. Um, there's always something you can improve on. Um, and, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, and, that that's something that's accelerated me in moving forward is to have that humility. You know, I'm, I, I won top 50 uh, technicians in the world through MEA, you know, the mobile electronics association last year. Um, I, I'm going for top 50 retailer this year. Uh, we were too young last year when we were in Dallas to go for top 50 retailer. Um, we were a runner up for a uh, most improved retail location out of Dallas knowledge fest. Um, and that was goals of mine. Uh, I, I said within my first year of business, I'm going to be a top 50 installation technician. And I want to see our name up on that board up in Dallas, you know, up on that big screen and have Chris Cook, you know, have, have our brand and our name in his mouth. And uh, I made it happen. Um, 
and it took a lot of hard work and it, it's a lot of juggling, uh, obviously being a sole proprietor and an S corp, you know, I wear multiple hats. Um, the owner, the, the salesperson, the install technician, fabricator, head janitor, you name it. Um, you know, there, luckily I don't have a wife and kids, so I am married to my business. Uh, nobody's going to yell at me, uh, for not being home on time. Uh, I do put in more hours than most people are eligible or able to, which has helped accelerate our performance and our growth. Um, but prioritizing your time is essential. Um, and then, um, if you read books at all, uh, seven habits of highly effective people, you know, if you do have that family, you have to have that sharpening the saw time to, you, right. to be able to step back, clear your mind and, uh, and, and refresh and kind of regear and reposition yourself. Um, cause you will get burnt. Everybody gets burnt out. Um, uh, for me, I have a kind of bad OCD when it comes to cleanliness, organization, execution, uh, and when I've got my mind focused on something, I don't stop until it's done. So I'm, I'm the guy who'll be working until like 3.30 in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, because I want it done. You know, not not because I'm stressing on a deadline, but because I'm just so involved in it. And uh, that that passion and that OCD can, can be a, a great motivator and it can be an Achilles heel. It's all on how do you utilize it. Um, there was a um, CEO of an airline, uh, there was in a business article that he opened uh, his airline company and he had really bad OCD and, you know, he used it to his advantage to be able to lay out, prioritize his business and execute a plan um, where most people would call it quits at eight o'clock or six o'clock. You know, he would keep pumping until midnight or one o'clock you know, until he had his plan in place. Um, so proper timing, planning, education are all key factors in, in um, motivation. You have to be hungry and excited. Um, if, oh, for almost uh, 18 to 20 years in this industry, I still get pumped and excited. I'm excited now just talking about it. Um, and that passes out uh, down to your clients. So, you know, if I'm talking to a client, even if it's something as simple as a a radio install, I get excited talking to them about it. And I'm serious mm -hmm. about it. Uh, I'm not putting on an act. I'm not putting on a show. I enjoy what I do. I love what I do. Um, and that rubs off, you know, and you got to remember for your clientele, they could have been saving uh, for the past six or eight months or whatever the case may be to come in and get that one small thing. So to as a technician or a sales guy or a business owner, you may think that that small sale is nothing. Uh, but to that client, it's everything, you know, that's all they've been thinking about. They've been on the internet and doing the research and, and, and reading about the product and they're coming into your location and they're excited. So you have to share that excitement and be excited with them. Um, or, or, you know, the experience is just going to go out the window. Wow. You're, you, I love the way that you've, you've, you've set up your business it's all about experience. It's all about, um, learning. It's amazing. So not everybody in the industry re reads the book, seven habits of highly effective people, guys, just so you know, that is a cornerstone book for a lot of things. And, you know, just on what Adam said, if he, he listens 
to, he's super humble and he reaches out to people. Um, I always say from stage that you're the average of the five people you hang out with the most. And what's cool is, and if you're the smartest one in the room, you're in the wrong room. And Adam being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, being uh, a teacher, MECP certified, he's still out there reaching up to people. Um, I mean, he name dropped a bunch of people, John Schwartz. I reach up to John Schwartz on business. So always be reaching up for people. And if you're not constantly looking for those people, for those circles, you need to be. Um, and that's just straight up. You need to be looking for those, those circles. So Adam, I know we're coming up on time. I know you have a, um, a client in, in about five minutes, guys, it's, it's five, it's 6 AM Alaska time. So we're doing, we're doing our, uh, our interview super early in the morning for me, but you know, right at work time for Adam. So guys, always, 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 um, I always make a landing page for you. So it's going to be, um, I'm going to create a link so you can check out um, Adam on Facebook and then also check out the shop. So it'll be www.burntphonemarketing.com forward slash Adam. So guys, you'll be able to find that. I'll actually post that in, in the Facebook group also um, on my, on my website and landing page. So Adam, is there any last words you got for the audience? Uh, stay humble, uh, stay hungry and always keep learning, always keep pushing yourself and furthering your education and uh, you'll go far. You know, it, it, you're only going to get out what you put in. And mm. if, if you're not putting in the work and putting in the time and putting in the effort, don't expect to see the results. Uh, and um, I think it was Hunter S. Thompson was the one who said it. And anything that's worth doing is worth doing right. So um, if you make that your goal to make sure that the quality of work, the quality of your standards, whether it's an install or an interaction with a customer, is the best that you could possibly do, um, you will see results from it. Awesome, awesome. Thanks, Adam. Again, guys, always listen to the full outro because I'll be giving something away. In fact, we're gonna give away a free course um, at the end of this. Just make sure you listen to the full outro. It'll give you the, um, the link to go to. Again, Adam, thank you for your time. Super awesome to have you on, on the show. Man, this was a powerful, powerful interview. Guys, there's so many things that he talked about, about education, about Google, um, Google reviews, about you know, staying humble, about reaching up. So rewind it, listen to it one more time. And guys, I will catch you on the next uh, edition of Burntful Marketing Radio. This is Eric Sablon and Adam Devine. I will catch you guys later. Are you tired of not getting Facebook interactions on your posts? Or if you do, it's people that are already on your team or people that are already in your business? Well, we've solved that problem. We created a system that helps you generate leads on autopilot, climb ranks, promote your services, sell more products, and become a leader effortlessly without spamming your friends and family ever. So take our free five-day course, go to www.burntphonebots.com and click the link and we will see you on the other side. Again, that's www.burntphonebots.com. All right, guys, see you on the training.